Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents on Canyon Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are doing a news roundup because uh, there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going on. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Yeah, so we're recording digitally. Uh, hey. Yeah. As you could hear by Dylan's probably, voice. It probably of, sounds different. Yeah, when, when, when you said it's Dylan, it kind of went doodle in, you know. Oh, no. It's all right. It'll be fine. That was the first time that happened. My dogs, my dogs may bark too. Just FYI. Yeah, I've got Lori <laughs> in the bedroom with uh, our cat. Because I, I was like, I'm sure she'll be fine. The cat, not Lori. And then, and then the cat, right as I was about to start the uh, the the vir- virtual meeting here, came up and started meowing. And I'm like, ooh, no, that ain't gonna work. No, I should be all right. Um, but anyway, uh, before we go any further into the show, we got to make sure we remember our. Uh, Pickle, of, Pickle the week. of the week. Wow, that's a mess. That doesn't work. That's weak. That's not work. That's too bad. That's all right. Our pickle of the week. And we're still getting used to this. Sorry, sorry, everybody. We're recording this obviously uh, all separately in our own abodes. Um, so pickle of the week is going to be a little bit weird this week because uh, Diamond. I'm sure everyone has seen this news. Diamond is not shipping out comics um, until this is over. So. Yep. Um, we don't have anything, so we ca- I can't pick any new comics. So uh, we're doing uh, I guess our quarantine picks. Kind of shout out to last week. Um, and I am gonna pick the Fall of Cthulhu. I'm almost done with it. It's from Boom. It's also old. It's from like 2007, but it's really good. I'm really digging it. Word, word. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still reading No Longer Human by Junji Ito. Do you like it? Thick book, yeah, no, it's good. It's uh, it's very depressing, so I can't, yeah, I can't longer than like a couple chapters at a time. So, yeah. I, I need to talk to Robert about it because I mentioned this last week or two weeks ago, I don't know when we talked about it, but um, he read the novel, uh, right. and didn't know that there was a comic adaptation of it. And he's like, This was a really depressing book, I can't imagine what the <laughs> the, the graphic novel be, would be like. So, it's wild, yeah. I am reading my Deadly Class hardcover that I bought Ooh. like two years ago, Ooh. I feel like, but Ooh, finally time to crack it open. Very I, nice. read the, I read the first uh, trade when it came out, or, you know, a while ago, but now I'm going to read the rest. Awesome. Get ready for the TV show, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. That, that, that show is... Uh... Mm-hmm. Long, long and gone long and gone um so anyway this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review it really helps us out and helps new people to find the show it also helps us achieve our 2020 goal of getting rotten tomatoes verified once we hit 200 reviews we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review um so do us a favor and do it um i mean i don't know if we're going to re- review any more movies this year but i mean i guess we're going to see yeah what if we had no next (laughs) uh so also for reference we're recording this on video so uh ron over here that y'all would never no it started with dylan oh did it i well see you're the biggest on my screen right now i don't know how it chooses who's got the big screen oh so click the third um dot the third dot from the the left third dot from the left i don't know what you're talking about dude i did gallery view and i can see us all equally yeah, I can see y'all all at the same time. That's where I'm at. 
Uh, oh, I see. Oh, that's way better. Okay. Both Excellent. Good. What if we had no necks? Okay. Um, anyway, so uh, we're going to talk about events next. That's the next part of the show where uh, we ain't got, ain't got much. Um, however, I have a lot. Uh, so yeah. um, we are running uh, RPGs um, three to four a week uh, until this is over online. Um, and that we're running at all through our Discord server, which you can find the link to it on um, our Twitter, which is BRC Uncanny. Um, that's on our Twitter bio. Uh, that might need to re- update that link because that uh, link is old. Uh, but anyway, by the time you hear this, the link will be fixed. Uh, uh, anyway, so we are running daily, uh, well, almost daily, uh, RPGs, four to five a week, hopefully. Um, the first one we did was on Sunday. Uh, Dwight ran everybody through The Witcher. That was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, tonight i'm running call of cthulhu tomorrow robert's running tales from the loop which would have already happened um if you're listening to this uh and then wednesday night uh nick is running everybody through parsley uh and then thursday kids on bikes uh kids on bikes is full uh wednesday when you're listening to this uh parsley has an unlimited number of players that can play um parsley is amazing it is a RPG based on old computer parsing games, sort of like a text-based only. You'll, you'll use commands like walk north, open door, get sword, you know, whatever. Um, and no matter how many players you have, you're all controlling the same person. It's kind of like Twitch plays Pokemon, I guess. Oh, cool, babe. Yeah. That's cool. But you don't know what the commands are, and the computer is supposed to be sassy back to you, and um, it's really fun. You can save and load and... It's 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 a great game. So we're going to be playing that every week. Uh, that will be our free game. You don't not you do not have to pay to play that with us because you can play with an unlimited number. So uh, there was a 400 player game at Gen Con. It was wild. Um, but anyway, and then this Friday and every Friday until we uh, get back open, uh, we're going to be running uh, KeyForge on our Discord and a combination of the Discord and the Crucible, which is a third party website where you can play KeyForge online. Last week we had 12 players which was wild. Uh, it was, it worked really well. Uh, and this is with real world prize support. Um, you have to buy a deck from the website. And then once we open back up, you will get that deck and uh, you will uh, get any prizing once we open back up. And I should also mention that when you're making a purchase to play in any of these games, um, make sure that when you check out, you use promo code uncanny. This is for real. We got, oh. one. we got one boys, uh, <laughs> promo code uncanny. Um, we, uh, Last week we we had it to set pick up in store, but um, we're changing away changing the way that works because we don't want non gaming customers to think they can pick stuff up right now. Uh, so use promo code Uncanny. That tells the people in the back room that um, this is for a gaming buy in, and we're just going to hold it for you till we open. So make sure when you go to check out at www.bedrockcity.com, you use promo code Uncanny to pick it up. Hey, we got we one, made boys. It. We made it. I mean, it's our own company, so I, I guess it's, you know. Baby steps. Baby steps. Um, do, do we have any other events to talk about? I mean, everything's... No. Yeah, okay. Well, we can talk about what got canceled. Yeah, we can say, yeah. <laughs> the signing, Conclusa, Free Comic Book Day, Son of Houston Con, uh, Eastern Rim. Yeah. That's it. San Diego a- is still for now saying they're going to happen but i would be shocked shocked there's a uh list on the gen con subreddit um of because everyone's really paranoid about gen con getting canceled because i know you guys don't really care 
but when is it? Uh, August. Hmm. So there's a there's a list here. I'm putting it in a in our Facebook chat here of uh, convention cancellations master list, and which is actually amazing because I find it very hard to find a list of every convention happening. I've I've tried to do this before. Like, what's a convention I could go to? Uh, and there's not a lot of master lists, but this is a master list for every known convention and whether it's canceled, postponed, or whatever. Um, and Gen Con is uh, still not canceled. So I'm really hoping that that goes on. But again, it's August, so who knows? Um, anyway, what I done did. Uh, I feel like this will be the, the uh, longer what I done did. Um, Bedrock closed officially on Wednesday. Yeah, this past Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been home. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay, that's a lie. I actually had to go up to Bedrock uh, the first three days of being at home. I had to go up to Sugarland. Um, oh, why? Okay, so the first day, um, because I had to record a video of the store empty for security purposes. Oh, right, right, right. Because, yeah. Right. Because right. um, the people that closed on Tuesday forgot, so I did it. Uh, and then I had to go back the following day to record a new answering machine message to let everybody know that we were closed um oh. mm. and then that we are likely going to reopen on april 3rd but i as of this recording that hasn't changed but i have no idea i, I would assume that gets pushed back i would assume um yeah who knows yeah at this point so stay tuned, right. stay tuned to facebook because this changes every day um mm-hmm. but anyway um and then i had to go back up the following day because the answering machine didn't take because I, while I recorded the message and it was there, there is a physical button on the phone you have to push to enable the answering machine. Okay. So I went up the following no. three days in a row to uh, to hit the button. What about y'all? Yeah, it was that was fun. Have y'all uh, left the house at all? Just I to walk like the I... dogs. Just to walk the dogs. No grocery shopping. That's it. Nope. We we stocked up before that, so nice. I don't really uh, need anything, but I'm going a little stir crazy now. Yeah, for sure. How about yeah. y'all? So I went to the park yesterday. Okay. Ooh. Everybody and their mama is at the park. Of course. Uh oh, no, go home. I was just like, y'all, there's too many people here. Go home. I mean, but but that's you too, dog. You were there. I was not planning on going. <laughs> I was uh asked to go and i said yes. okay so, okay because i would just rather be at home <laughs> yeah i i hear you um I've what been, have you all been doing with the bulk of your time just like watching tv or no i've been so busy like uh doing well so organizing and getting all this gaming stuff together has been taking up a lot of my time like talking to the gms because at first i was like i can't run all this crap i'm gonna die um, cause there's a lot that goes into, um, recording these, you know, or to, I say recording to, um, organizing these events. Um, yeah, for some reason my webcam just slipped down and I don't know why, uh, but whatever. So, uh, I've been a lot has, I've been doing that and I had to do some technical stuff of like trying to figure out the best way to do it and pulling character sheets out of PDFs and separating them so that we can send them to the players, um, setting up the dice bot. Uh, all that stuff. So I've, I mean, I've had a lot of downtime, obviously, but that's mostly Animal Crossing. But it sounds like your first event went really well, right? Oh yeah, KeyForge was great. Um, so far, the other RPGs have been going really well as well. That's awesome. 
I mean, we've only done one, but all the other ones are sold out. So except for Tales from the Loop, but I'm sure that'll be fine. But that's cool that you can still do it. Yes, exactly. You know, trying to keep interacting with the customers as much as we can and, you know, drive traffic to the website. It's going really well. Uh, so if, if you have any questions about that, join our Discord or get us on Twitter about that stuff. But um, yeah, what, what about been, you? Um, oh, Dylan. No, I've been um, on the work side just doing all the emails for oh, box right. holders. Y'all know. Yeah. It's, it's maybe like 100 people, so it's not that many. But it's like when you factor in like getting the address and the phone number and their ads and drops and stuff like that, it's like 10 messages per person, you know? Oh, geez. Right. So it ends up being a lot of work. I'm still doing it now. A, a post went out yesterday, you know, or this morning maybe, asking if they wanted to um, get their shipment, their uh, subscription shipped. Sure. So that's been a lot of my time. But, you know, same with y'all, any listeners, if you're a subscriber and want your box shipped, you can email Dylan at bedrockcity.com. Yes. I'll mail it to you for basically free. It's $15 off the shipping and the shipping never really exceeds $15. So it's free. The shipping's free. Unless you're getting like a huge statue or like adding a, you know, like a bulky item to like a short box or something. Well, the shipping's free if it's over $50, right? Yeah. If your box, if your box contents are over $50 and you can add a graphic novel to it or something, if you need to, you know, hit the, to hit the the cap. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. but it, it's I can easy. walk you through it. It's very easy. Yeah. Um, Especially since we're handling it all for you. You know, we have all the subscription boxes at Westheimer now. Richard drove around in the like... van and I don't know. I haven't seen it. He did it after work on Tuesday and he drove okay. around to every store and picked up all their subscription boxes. Wow. And I know Mike came at Oh, did he? Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's I wonder what it looks like back there. I can't even imagine. I'm going to probably have to go up there sometime this week. Uh, to pick up some more Keyforge because one of the store I basically stole everyone's Keyforge stock, um, and I'm already running low on the newest set. So oh, wow. one, well, because I mean we sold a whole display on uh, last Friday, uh, right. and I expected the same if not more people uh, to join us for this this upcoming Friday. So um, there's another two boxes sitting in transfers for us at Sugarland that just didn't make it over before we shut down. Cause I thought we had more time, you know? Yeah. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about you, Ron? What, what, what have you been doing to keep yourself? What happens if you run out of, run out of stock? Um, we move. Well, okay. I've got plenty of Keyforge, um, but I'm just going to start going down through the sets. There's, there's three sets, the purple one, the newest one worlds collide. I can yeah. run one more, maybe two, maybe, uh, and then the blue one, I can run like two or three. And then the red one, I can run one. And then that'll be it. Can you grab me a copy of Hellions number one when you go over there? Yeah, absolutely. I really want to read it. I'll, I'll leave it Every, on your, Everyone uh, got their books on on, Wednesday, on Tuesday except for the Galleria location. So I know. What happened? That sucks. Like UPS just like didn't deliver them. So I, I figured out what – we figured out what really happened. Um, T-Mobile, which is basically next door – put in a like do not deliver thing to UPS and okay. they accidentally put our suite number in. Suite oh D. no. Oh, so we haven't been getting our, our packages. So they just like, they got the shipment and then they just like turned it right around back to back to diamond, like return to sender. So that sucks. Thanks T-Mobile. <laughs> wow. I think it was probably an audible thing. Cause they're like sweet B, you know, so probably whoever they were telling on the phone uh, just yeah. misheard. That's what I'm assuming. But 
I assume. I don't think. I still think. I don't think they've gotten the comics yet. Still, so we'll see. Wow. Um, that's crazy. Um, what have what have you been doing, Ron, to keep yourself busy? Just reading, or you? Uh, yeah, I've been the days I've been home. Uh, I've been playing Apex and reading comics. Of course. So yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Sure. Have y'all knocked anything off your list from what we talked about <laughs> no. last episode? Absolutely not. My list. I've done a few. Of of like I don't a, really well, remember what's on my list, but you mean yeah, like stuff to read slash watch slash play that we want? Yeah, to Yeah, like what you said you were gonna oh, do. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. not at all. No. no, you know how it is. You 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 do the new stuff. Like I'm playing Animal Crossing. Like, um, I mean, Same. I'm I'm also playing Vampire: The Masquerade: Coteries of New York uh, on Switch, which is really fun. It's like a visual novel, Telltale type game. Um, or I just got Pokemon, so I'm oh wow. So Ron, you cool. could have gotten Animal Crossing. Did you just get Animal Crossing? I'm not what playing doing? Animal Crossing. I don't care about that game, bro. Uh, everyone's doing it. Yeah, oh, cool. but I don't, whatever. Like I'm everyone, it's crazy. Like all the like independent wrestlers that I follow on Instagram, like they're playing it. Really? Yes. I'm like, like this is crazy. It's. it's I thought like they were a, all playing Doom. No, yeah, right. No, <laughs> apparently not. Animal Crossing, man. That's that's where people. But live. also. I don't know if y'all saw, but I, I took a picture of my stack of books I need to read. I saw it. Yeah, it's huge. I'm never getting through that. I mean, I, I need like two months, two full months. Have you man. read anything from it since you posted it? Um, Immortal Hulk, Volume 2, and Middle West, Volume 1. So Nice. I'm almost doing long. I haven't read anything. So, we'll see. I'm reading that Cthulhu book, um, and I have some Black Widow that I need to read. Um, but... Oh, yeah, we supposed to be doing that too, huh? Yeah, you know. Um, I really hope you can't hear my PC audio because, like, I'm getting like messages on. It's wild. Okay, I can't hear it, no. Okay, I can't. Excellent. All right, it's, it's people emailing me their receipts for buying into games. Word. Um. Anyway, uh, so let's get into the news, I guess. Um. Black Widow is, quote, definitely still set for a theatrical release, despite rumors to the contrary. And also, Dylan, I know this, well, I'm sure you uh, noticed this immediately. This picture, this pixelated garbage, that is the picture that was from the CBR article. Like, that no, was I the, believe you. That was the main garbage picture they posted. Um, How dare they? Yeah. The other day, Grace Randolph sent out a tweet, uh, which got the rumor, rumor mill going again. Um, the Beyond the Trailer host said that she did some digging and found that Disney's considering sending Black Widow and Mulan straight to streaming, but that price points, purchase versus rental, etc., were, quote, still all up in the air. Uh, apparently, uh, Disney has confirmed that it is still going to get a theatrical release at some point, uh, but they have not given any indication as to when that might be. Um, this could change, of course, if theaters do not reopen before the end of the year, which is unlikely, but, you know, totally possible. Um, then Disney slash Marvel might decide to release it to a streaming service or push it back to 2021. Um, what do you guys think about this? Um, do you, I mean, there's a multiple, multiple layers to this question. It's do, do you think it will actually come out to theaters? What would you prefer? And what do you think they will actually do? You know, I think, I don't know. I have a feeling that, right. It's hard to say because things keep changing every day, you know, Right, but I think they'll give it um, the Eternals spot. We I think we talked about that last yeah, time as did. an option. 
but that was more like far off last time we talked about it or like more unrealistic but now i feel like any time in the summer is too optimistic you know right like we were like oh maybe august but i feel like that's too optimistic for like a movie so i'm thinking november and then lose like push every marvel movie back one slot you know sure. you could do that yeah i think i think I don't that's, know. that's sort of what you predicted uh last time um and that's what i want to happen because i want it i still want to see it in theaters i don't it'd be kind of uneventful if it just like appeared on on streaming you know on video on demand so let me ask y'all this then What's would up? it be crazy for them to release it digitally but later this year also release it theatrically yeah, that, that's I, possible I, but it wouldn't make near as much money you know yeah. Most definitely. i mean but you would assume that like let's say like october they open everything back up just like as a theoretical but then like november cool you got black widow coming out and everybody wants to go to the movies because we haven't been since what february at this point right but maybe you get a bunch of people going anyway just to be like hey i want to support and see actually see it in the big screen you know yeah, we're. I was thinking about that. Whatever the first movie, like the first big movie, is after everything opens up, I feel like we'll do really well. You oh know? man, Wonder Woman. It'll it'll be, be like, unless it moves. I don't know. Isn't that in August? Did they push that to August? I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think theaters will be open by then. Yeah, I don't know. This is it's it's really a crazy situation, and it really throws our power rankings into um, a bit of a mess here. We'll have to figure out what we're doing with that. Mm-hmm. I think probably what makes the most sense is just roll everybody's entries over to next year. If, if, if enough of these things get pushed back the next year, yeah. Like if we're only going to have like six or seven movies come out, then what's the point? Um, but anyway, uh, can you imagine next year's power rankings though? Like the amount of stuff. Movies. It's, yeah, it's going to be a 50, 50 list. It's going to be huge. The whole, the whole next year's calendar for every episode is just movies. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, <sighs> yeah, wild. I hope um, not. I yeah, hope right. they just shove everything back, you know, and like yeah. everything shifts back, and there's I not did. like a big cluster of movies. Um, jumping around a little bit on our document. Um, this is related. So I don't know if uh you, I'm sure Dylan saw this. I don't know if Ron saw this. Uh, China reopened, not all, but some of its theaters, um, a couple of week or like last week, um, which is crazy. Like five hundred of them. Five hundred theaters. Yeah. And they brought in like something the, like the equivalent of two thousand dollars for the weekend or something. Some really well, a like, lot of them were showing movies for free, right? Oh wow, okay. And but they have since closed them down again, which mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. the correct call. Um, and you know AMC, like I feel really bad for all the people that work at theaters, you know. Um, well, it's a good indicator for for here because they tried you know they're like oh let's see like maybe people will come in like it's you know because they're on the way out you know like right. we're we're uphill they're downhill right now and um it didn't work no one went so i feel like that's a good indicator for us because like even if we do open in august for some reason no one i don't think anyone would feel comfortable enough to go or a lot of people wouldn't and movies wouldn't do well so i don't see wonder woman you know sticking to that august date, that date. Have you, have Maybe you been, I'm being too pessimistic, but I don't know. No, I mean, I agree with you because, I mean, okay, so let's say, I, I, I don't know if I'll feel comfortable going to the movies, like, immediately after this quarantine, right? Or immediately after this stay-at-home order, right? Like, if theaters were to open at the, at the beginning of May, I, I, I'm not going. 
I think you need to, I think people are going to want to wait until there's like not really any new cases starting up anymore, you know? Right. Exactly. Which now, China, that, it's been months. So like, who knows how long it'll be here? Probably right. the same. Yeah. And I don't remember when this all started in China, but it, like was, November, it was a right? few months ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we'll see about the theaters, but um, g- going back to some of the gaming talk um i don't know if anybody else but me cares about this but star wars episode one racer is coming to ps4 and switch <laughs> and my god i love episode one racer for this it was a classic 64 game. game um did you guys ever play this my right. friend had it i never played it though i never really like owned it though um i loved never. it what'd you say ron never played it oh, okay um also the arcade machine for it um is insane um it was like a replica of the pod oh um yeah dude it was nuts but this game was great i loved it i played so much of it on the 64 um and oh man there it is look at this boy um i'm gonna send that to y'all in the chat so you can react to it oh no i don't i have the chat closed cool never mind uh uh but anyway um so that's coming out uh just got announced uh sometime uh, do we have a date on that? I'm skimming the article. No, I don't think we do. But it's from um, Asper. Lucasfilm and the developer Asper have not announced a release date, but later in the spring is what they're expecting. Um, but I remember going to First Colony Mall and playing this. I just sent it to the chat, the Facebook. Uh, and playing that. And it was like the, the coolest. Um, no. I know a lot of people are excited about this. Oh, yeah. I was a big fan. Um, I will definitely, I I can't imagine that this is going to get any new, um, fans though. I feel like a lot of these re-release titles are only appealing to the people that played it previously. Right. Like I assume this doesn't really like make Ron want to play this. Right. No, most definitely not. But you can probably get some younger children to play it. Sure. Do they have spinning? Uh, yeah, they do. It's a neat trick. (laughs) Hey, you remember arcades? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Remember going remember outside? Of people? Yeah. <laughs> remember going outside. Um like so Dylan, when you're going out to walk your dog, are you like experiencing any of the weirdness of like you see another person and you're like so you turn the wrong way and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go the other way. I don't wanna I wanna avoid this person. Not really. There's not a lot of people out. Like every time I go out I just don't see anyone. So there's so, a food truck that appeared in my apartment complex like nice. yesterday or two days ago. I tried it. It was awful. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, well. So speaking of food trucks and stuff and food delivery and whatever, like we ordered a pizza the other day and I'm thinking like, who am I to like, how, how am I to assume that this pizza hut person is safe? Like, why are they immune from, I'm accepting Mm -hmm. food from them, you know? Yeah. It's like, I get it. Well, the thing is you're quarantined. So like, you're not being selfish. Like you may be taking your own life right fair you enough know, like risk but you're not like endangering others so like you could get infected but you're not going out so right right okay have you guys done any of that done any delivery or curbside i ordered a pizza a few days ago nice yeah i've been doing a bunch of pickup food from the stores and all this stuff so we we did you know uh, uh just mac put a window in there i i did but they like got for they a drive through but they, oh, got the, they got hit with a uh, cease and desist tag from the city but they ignored it and they're still open i know i love it 
Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm friends with the mm-hmm. owner on Facebook because I'm, I'm, I don't know if I talk about this, but back when there was only one in the Heights, I w- we used to go there, me and the GameStop people, like weekly, sometimes more than weekly. Like, um, and they offered to let me name a meal or name a dish after myself, but like I was like, but, but I already get the perfect Mac. Like, I can't, I can't improve it, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but I was the mayor on Foursquare. Like, I was all about Just Mac. Um, but I saw they got hit with that tag on Facebook and I was annoyed. But I wanna um, go I wanna go drive through there just to support. Absolutely. Like I think it's only the Heights one. Yeah. I think so. That makes sense. Um we did we did curbside for Olive Garden on Wednesday, which it's unnecessary to support Olive Garden, but I live in Rosenberg and that we don't have a lot of mom and pop anything other than mm-hmm. we have mom and pop Mexican restaurants and we have mom and pop we have that one diner, but I don't even know if they're open. Um, but yeah, oh, the I, I said go. Uh, it it went very well. It was very easy, and their app is all built for it, and you can do it all in the app now. And but again, like it hit me with the thing. It's like this man is walking out here with the same gloves that he was delivering it to that other guy. Like I don't know. Like like I'm not I'm not a paranoid person at all. But like, like if I'm trying to avoid contact, then like this this ain't it, right? Sure. But um, mm-hmm. that still is not gonna stop me. I'm probably still gonna get some pickup later this week because I can only eat the same crap I have here over and over again so much, right? Most definitely. Most um, but uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons came out just at the right time. Um, Did it a little though. too convenient? Yeah, right. I think I think Nintendo was planning this. Mm-hmm. That's that's the uh, that's the tea, sis. Um, that's the tea. <laughs> so Dylan, you, <laughs> I know we already established Ron's not playing. How much Animal Crossing are you playing, Dylan? I'm playing a few hours a day. Same. A lot. So how far? Are every, you? I feel like everyone's ahead of me. Um, I just got the like the I don't I don't remember what it's called the the one where Nook is like the tent he's in the resident services. Like it turned it. Yeah, the resident. I got the the building. Yeah, I just got and that the today and like as well. the little square. Yeah. Um, but now I think next I'm going to have KK Slider come in. That's oh. my next thing. How do you do that? Same for you. Right after the the building comes up, uh, he tells you about it, and he's like, "And that's it." And then like the credits roll after that, and that's like, "quote the end of the game." What? Well, I mean, obviously well, the game never ends because right. you're tinkering okay. with your town. But so we're about to beat it. Well, I mean, this game is essentially for kids, right? No, I mean the old one was pretty sure. I mean it 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 is, but I feel like adults have taking it over you know right. it's like a if you've never played animal crossing i don't even know how to describe it it's like a just a life simulator but it's like the sims but with much less customizable or much less realistic i don't know yeah it's, it's like a less but you're like on an game. island and you're, you're trying to upkeep you know right and it's and, cuter that's all that matters and you're working for the slave driver that is tom nook um mm-hmm. like a a like Lori has beef with Tom Nook. Oh no! Like, Why? She's like he's got you out here building bridges, collecting yeah. resources. Where's your paycheck? You know, unionize, resist, fight Tom Nook. You know, word. It's word. true. The despot that is Tom. He Nook. makes us do everything, but he's like somehow in charge. I don't get it. Right. I mean, I'm the resident representative, but does that pay? No. Do you have, do you have a villager that you hate? Um. No, not yet. 
I, I, I only have I have the two that I started with, and I have the three new. I have three new ones. Um, no, not really. I have one that I'm really trying to get rid of. I keep hitting her with a shovel. And oh, can you? I've do complained that? to Isabel about her. I yeah. sent a picture in the chat for you hey. to see. You can't be doing that. Um, <laughs> why, why? Why'd you do that? <laughs> That's hilarious. So she can't. She can't leave her house. Wow. And I put signs around her house saying "You're ugly" and "Leave be." Um, <laughs> why? People. Wow. I know. I read online that you just have to like annoy them and hit them with shovels and stuff and not talk to them ever, and they'll ask. They'll like try and leave. You know. But I've been wow. doing this for like five days now, and it just doesn't want to leave. It's like the personality of this one is like the jock. Oh, so it's always telling me that it's just always wanting me to work out and stuff like that. I'm like, just leave. You don't do anything. I've got one of those. I think everyone starts with the same two personality types, right? The jock and. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. The jock and whoever, whatever personality type ends everything in boing. And it sneezed in my face too. Whoa. Gross. (gasps) I know. How dare it. Not in these times. (laughs) Look how ugly it is. I just sent it to you. Oh my God. This looks it looks like someone hit random. Oh yeah. On the character generator. Mine at least looks okay. It's like a little mouse. Ooh. Okay. Pokemon is cool, yeah. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. So yeah, what's going on with Pokemon? That's a new game. Yeah, real yeah. current. Mm-hmm. I got Score Bunny. He just evolved. That's cool. <laughs> Ron Pokemon's you dead. Put it, should have picked Sobble. No, Score Bunny all the way, baby boy. Um <laughs> This is a complete derail. Um, yeah, obviously. No, no, no. Even further. Uh, but do you guys? Uh, we've talked about this before. But do you remember the uh, MMO RPG Star Wars Galaxies? This is predates y'all. It's old. Yeah, we definitely no. talked about. That. Okay. It's a it's a very old MMO that I used to play a lot, uh, but it shut down obviously. Um, but there's, uh, you if you still have your discs, you can play online with an emulated server with new content people are playing it like so i busted it out and i installed star wars galaxies and i'm playing if anyone wants to get on there sentinels of the republic let's go that's what it's called all right it's, it sucks don't actually do it it's uh the game the graphics are not updated it looks like trash don't play it isn't there a newer star wars mmo uh there was the old republic one but that was like um, yeah people play that still right yeah, but that was kind of like a single-player MMO. Like, you didn't actually have to play with anybody. You could do all the quests and stuff by yourself. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, I mean, that's fine for people to want to do that. But I'm not playing an MMO. I'm not playing an MMO to play by myself. I'm not paying fifteen dollars a month to play by myself. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, Lock and Key has been renewed for season two and on Netflix. <laughs> um. Going on, <laughs> moving back to the news. You guys, uh, did it, you guys watch season one yet? I have not. Nope. Nope. I know Dwight Ron. really liked it. I know, dude. I Ron, know. You love Lock and Key. I know I do. I know. What's your excuse now? Uh-huh. Apex and comics. <laughs> How much Apex? How much Apex have you been playing? Uh not a lot actually. Like I said, I haven't really been at home, so. I see. Not a lot. Uh I mean that's good. Good for them. I mean I'm glad that No, it is good. It's uh, good news. Continuing it. I don't know. We don't, we don't. We don't have a date, but um, Dylan, what are you doing? Nothing. Um, messing with this cloud document. Um, so back to theater talk, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm jumping all over the place. We have no format. Um, hey guys, we're we're recording 
asynchronously here, kind of. It's like, um, can you yeah, that's right. Um, well, I had them in order, but then I think like things got added. I don't know. But I had I now had, we're now we're back to theaters. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so all these movies are on not all these movies, but we're, there there's a bunch of movies that have hit streaming services that were just in theaters or were still in theaters by the time uh, they had to shut down. That's Onward, uh, Bloodshot, Invisible Man, and what Emma? Yeah, yeah. And among others, but those are among the big others. Ones. Those are the big ones, right? Um, what does this mean for movie theaters? Like. Do, I mean, if this is a huge success, do you think this will affect theaters in the long run? Um, I, th- I think it would affect I think it maybe more. it could shorten the window, you know, between sure. theatrical release and digital release. But I don't think it's going to, like, people are saying, oh, we're just going to get rid of theaters now. I don't think it's making that much money, like, to where they're, like, making bank, you know? Yeah, right. Bro. I think Onward, I think Onward did the best. On streaming, it was like number two on iTunes. You can't really see rankings on Amazon or Disney Plus or anything. Well, you can on Disney Plus, but you know, on a lot of services, you can't. But on iTunes, you can see which ones are doing the best. And I think Invisible Man and Onward were. But like, if you think about the twenty dollars price tag for like a whole family, right? You know, that's no that can't replace like you know spending twenty bucks a person to go to the theater, right? And then having them, if they like the movie a lot, buy it again on video on demand anyway when it actually comes out. Well, some of these are rentals and some of them are purchases. I think, isn't Onward a $20 yeah. purchase? And Onward's Bloodshot a $20 is, purchase. It was Bloodshot, right? But Invisible Man's yeah. a rent. And Emma's a rent. The Universal ones, uh, Emma, Invisible Man, and um, one other one, I can't remember, were all $20 rentals, which is kind of crazy. But, but I, I mean, but, but to your point, I'm, though. I'm on the fence. Yeah. I mean, I really... you yeah. for everyone to see it, and going to the theater is basically a rental. So... It's right. fair. It is, I guess, but, it, but right, but it but it doesn't feel that way, right? Like, um, because normally rentals are five to eight dollars, mm-hmm. right? Right. That's yeah. The movie comes out, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, I I don't think this is really going to hurt like, um, blockbusters too much, but like, if if these smaller movies like Emma, you know, or even Invisible Man is small-ish compared to a movie like mm-hmm. uh, Black Widow. Um, you know, maybe maybe they get pushed more towards streaming only, and theaters become, you know, as as the theaters as we know them rebuild their their footprint. You know, maybe they are only having blockbusters stuff that they know is going to bring in money. Maybe so. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is just the only option for them right now. You know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I haven't I, really seen any movies that are were going to come out you know, scheduled right. in the next few weeks. But like, oh, now we're digital other than Trolls World Tour. Then no one's really done that yet. I think that's because I know it's just not going to make the same amount. And what? when you Universal did right? this, yeah, except for that, they're going to do it. <laughs> um, when Universal did this, the theaters got really mad. They were like, we won't forget this, whatever that means. Right. I mean, the, the theaters are doing the right thing uh, by shutting down. But What's weird? To I don't me, think they should be mad at people for putting them on streaming either. Like movies that were already in theaters, right? Like they don't have a chance. Like otherwise, you know, like they have to. They have right. to do that. Like, like Bloodshot was never going to make a lot of money, right? Um, and yeah, you know, good for Bloodshot. Hopefully, people are buying it. Um, uh, what if it's making more money? Oh, now 
No way. Then it would have. I, th- I don't know. People are like, I feel like it's more of like a novelty thing. It's like, oh, this was just in theaters and now I can watch it at home and I'm stuck at home. Like maybe yep. Bloodshot's making more now than it would have if it had just like stayed in theaters more a few more weeks, you know? It actually might be, yeah. Well, because I mean, it, also it was... look at that. Look at that image of Vin Diesel right there. Like it's very Photoshopped. Like he's not that thin. Yeah. You right. see that? Look at his waist. That is not Vin Diesel's body. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call him two weeks ago, Mr. Stomach Wide? <laughs> <laughs> what that was not me <laughs> uh, i'm pretty sure it was um but so uh onward is actually going to hit disney plus in april on april 3rd which yeah, cool. it's weird to me though because it's like why would i buy it now if i can just wait a, wait a couple of days and stream it you know unless if you don't have it you know you have no plans to get it but that's Fair. probably not a lot of people you're right i don't know it is like the top of the streaming you know like list so maybe right but, I just got that's free for you, so that's cool. That's right. Oh, you did? Yeah, uh, Verizon had like a deal. So. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, so more movie stuff. Is movie theaters in the U.S. may open for free when the current coronavirus pandemic passes? Um, the this is funny. I love that it's NATO, National Association of Theater Owners. Nothing mm-hmm. to do with you know, uh, <laughs> the other more famous NATO. Um, their um, CCO said, uh, we're working on it. We are working on it. We're looking at what's happening in China uh, in the provinces that were least affected. They're starting to open their theaters and they're open for free to patrons to coax them back. Um, the, the movies they're showing are older ones. We will see. It's going to depend. Um, do you think... Oh, did we lose Ron? Um, do, do we think that that's... Uh, well, this was also from a couple of weeks, or maybe a week right. ago when they were reopening. And I right. think they were showing Avengers. That's and right. And like, like Harry couple, Potter, couple right? Other, yeah, something like that. They were showing some older stuff, which is weird. But I mean, why not? I mean, theaters don't make money on tickets anyway. So. I think it's a, I don't think it's a bad idea, you know? Yeah. I think they're going to have to reopen and do like the maybe limited attendance per auditorium sure for the first part you know i don't think you can have like 400 people in a room when you first reopen but who knows maybe they'll do like 50 people in auditorium and it's free i could see that helping or at least not hurting you know yeah that'd be cool i mean a lot of these luxury lounger theaters are already like capped at like 70 because i mean they only have 60 to 70 chairs in these theaters anyway Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have even less like um i think the fountains no 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 sorry the the cinemark by my house has a theater that has 24 seats really yeah because well it was already the smallest theater to begin with and then they changed them to the loungers and that you know cuts the seats by a third or by two thirds mm-hmm. rather um we should go to the onyx one at star cinema grill where they have the walls in between the seats oh god do they Oh, that's right. Yeah, we, we went to that, didn't we? For um, yeah, something. If you pay like the extra price for like the pods up top, you get like the walls. So I think that's the way to go. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, New Mutants director Josh Boone says you can quote only go up after X Men: Dark Phoenix. Um, hey. During a new interview, New Mutants director Josh Boone took a bit of a dig at uh, Dark Phoenix by insinuating that his movie couldn't do any worse, uh, any worse than the lowest-grossing X Men installment. Look, you can only go up, go up after Dark Phoenix, he said. Uh, that's not to say anything bad about the people involved, but it, but it was what it was. 
honestly, I feel less pressure now than I did ahead of the first slated release date because we've tested our movie so many times and audiences have loved it. I mean, I feel like that is like the biggest knock on wood moment in movie history, right? Like that's, that's just dooming your movie to be, to win a Razzie. I mean, I see what he's saying though. Like if you're giving a project in school and the first person is like amazing, then you're like, Oh dang, you know? Yeah. But, um, so I, I could see why that would be comforting. Dark Phoenix bombing. It's a nice silver lining for him. But is this movie coming out in theaters? Or no? No, of course not. <laughs> no. I mean, at this point, would you pay the When's it going to be on Hulu? Hulu? Uh, no, it'll be a paid paid streaming. And then yeah. put on Hulu. You're probably right. Yeah. Maybe like how Onward is doing in like, right. like a couple weeks paid streaming right. and then... Right, right, right. Um, but speaking of... Yeah, of, I'd, pay, uh, I'd pay the 20 bucks. Speaking of New Mutants, um, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, who is in the movie who she play magic yes mm-hmm. um reportedly in the running to play furiosa in a mad max spinoff um all right uh we recently found out that mad max fury road director george miller is planning a spinoff focusing on a younger furiosa uh and we're now hearing that anya taylor joy is in the running for the lead um i'm okay with that i like i like her a lot i like her too i like her in i Number one, we shouldn't call her New Mutant Star. Like that's rude. Like she's right. in Glass and and The Witch and she's you know plenty thing. of Emma like, better projects. things. So let's not call her New Mutant Star. Um, <laughs> right. I mean th- this headline though. What what? Uh, I mean, y'all know how cool. to feel about prequels, so I don't think this movie needs to be made. But of course not. And Ron's the first one, right? With that, yeah, Ron's seen the remake. I've never seen it, so. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, it's not a remake, right? It's a sequel. The one from Fury Road. It's a sequel, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? I thought it was I think a so. remake. I don't really know. I'm, I don't love Mad Max. I think Mad it's a Max. remake. I don't care about Mad Max at all. I'm sorry. I'm just not really. I want to rewatch the newer one because I loved it at the time. I really liked it too. I saw it in theaters uh, twice. And then I saw it when they re-released it in black and white. Which, remember that gimmick from a couple years ago? Uh, yeah. It's like uh, let's. I think that ended with Logan. Yeah, yeah it definitely ended with Logan. Um, Dylan, do you have a better choice for Furiosa? I don't really. I I'm not. I think anybody can do it. I'm not really tied to that. Have anybody? I don't know. Tied it's kind of weird. Like, I don't think you need to get someone who looks just like Charlie Starin. You know? No. But I don't know. They don't seem very similar to me. No, not at all. Because like she's more of like a. You know, glamoury actor you know like always wearing like the the costumes or the makeup or you know whatever mm-hmm. um and Charlize theron you know has done you know plenty of things where she's not doing that um so maybe this is you know a departure for you know anya taylor joy so maybe maybe yeah, maybe um but wonder, okay woman, wonder woman 1984 director patty jenkins candidly reveals why she did not helm thor number two the dark world <laughs> Um, during an interview, uh, she reveals the real reason why she decided to step away from Thor Dark World back in 2012. She said, quote, I did not believe that I could make a good movie out of the script they were planning on doing. I think <laughs> it would have been a huge deal. It would have looked like it was my fault. It would have been like, oh, my God, this woman directed it and she missed all these things. That was the one time in my career where I really felt like do this with do this with, quote, another director and it's not going to be a big deal. And maybe they'll understand it and love it more than I do. Um, you can't do 
you can't do movies you don't believe in, she added. The only reason to do it would be to, have pro- to prove to people that I could, but, I, but it wouldn't have proven anything if it didn't succeed. Uh, I don't think that I would have gotten another chance, and so I'm super grateful. And she's yep. probably right. No, she's definitely right. I'm, I mean, yeah, I think that's the right choice. And um, so do you how, – how far along in the process was she before, before she left? Do you know, Dylan? I think she was pretty far, honestly. But I guess I just couldn't get the script right, so just, she just didn't want to do it. But I remember hearing about it and being like, oh, yeah, the monster lady's doing Thor. But I don't know. I mean, that's, that's like really big of her, I think, because she – I don't think she has many movies other than Monster and Wonder Woman, you know? That's right. a long gap between. So she went a long time, like, not really working. Right, so to, exactly. So turn down, like, a big studio movie, because you... I mean, a it turns out she was movie. right, because if she, if she had done that, they would never have hired her for Wonder Woman, because then it would be like, oh, the Thor, the Dark World lady is doing Wonder Woman, you know? So in, two, in 2003, she did Monster. Uh, 2004, she did one episode of Arrested Development. 2006, two episodes of Entourage, uh, two episodes of The Killing, five years later. Um, oh. And then a TV movie in 2015 that I've never heard of, and then Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Like, so yeah, nothing. So it's not like she was like on top of the world, like able to turn things down, you know? Exactly. That's really, I don't know, I think that's pretty impressive to me, you know, that shows that uh, right. she has at least some good artistic integrity there. Mm-hmm. And I think this was a time with Marvel before they like allowed directors to take a little bit. They still don't, but you know, like a little bit more risk, creative Absolutely. risk. Absolutely. So they were like, "No, this is the movie. This is how it's going to be. Like, you just shoot it this way." You know. Right. So she probably felt unfulfilled by that. For sure. I think nowadays maybe people, like clearly with Thor three, you know, like you can put your own stamp on it, and even if you have a script that's not amazing, you can like plus it up. Sure. So I think that's like admirable if if you can do that. But if they're not allowing you to, like, yeah, just leave, I think, you know? No, that's great. I mean I mean Edgar Wright left. Yeah. Um he left yeah. off of Ant Man. Um Yeah. And and I and for very similar reasons, right? But his was more creative differences. I don't know if it was the the script specifically, but I think it was mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Like he wanted to be more involved involved with the edit, I think. Um Anyway, um, Harley Quinn has released a new tra- uh, DC has released a new trailer for Harley Quinn season two. Have y'all watched uh, this 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 uh, show on the DC universe? Still haven't. Yeah, me neither. Ron, I no, I don't have the service, oh. so I finished it the other day. It was good. I like it. It's still good. And it's not for kids, right? No, it's very R rated, but you can watch it on like iTunes and stuff too. Like if you're dying to watch it you can uh stream it you know sure but, is but it gonna be the trailer HBO? looks good okay. i hope so ron so ron will you watch it if it's, oh, on, yeah, HBO yeah. Max? If it's on hbo max i'll watch it most definitely you you heard it here you heard it here first folks heard it first ronnie <laughs> goods is gonna do it um so the razzies came out also um ron you know the razzies i know you're a big yeah. fan <laughs> such a big fan yeah um i i like the razzies actually Sometimes they do get things wrong, you know. Do um, they? Do? Yeah, I mean, well, maybe not. Um, I'm looking at their, I'm looking at their worst picture nominees. Like they had a, I don't know all these movies. Uh, obviously, yeah, Cats, Cats, The Fanatic, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, A Medea Family Funeral, 
and Rambo <laughs> Last Blood. Have you seen any of those other than Cats? Uh, Cats and Rambo. Oh, you saw Rambo? Yeah, we went to go see Rambo. I didn't see Rambo. I went with somebody. Oh, okay. I went with the, with the Wash crew. Yeah, I went with the Wash boys. Okay. Well, Cats is the winner for worst movie. Obviously. Um, I really want to watch The Haunting of Sharon Tate. I've heard terrible things about it. I don't, I've not heard of it. What I don't it? even remember that movie. It stars Hilary Duff. Oh, that is, one. It is oh, just boy. like the Manson family based thing, right? on true event. Yeah, but except it's supernatural. What? It's a horror. It's like a horror movie, and she's oh. like liter- literally haunted. Okay. Apparently, it's terrible. I really want to watch it. Wow. Okay. We should do a what, review on that. What's the What's the fanatic? The fanatic is that really awful movie starring John Travolta, where he's like a. I need to send you some clips. You won't believe it. He's just okay. like a quirky, like nerdy guy oh, with a no. mullet. Oh no! Yeah, falling. Oh. It's like kind of like a romance, a romance drama. But Do you remember that? He's so over the top. His performance is. <sighs> he, he's taking it so seriously. D- did you ever see the the movie called The Fan uh, from '96 with um, Robert De Niro, no. Leslie Snipes? No. Nope. It's really good. It's about an obsessive baseball fan. Uh, Robert De Niro is the obsessive baseball fan, and Wesley Snipes is the baseball player. It's really good. It's like this thriller. Uh, that's what I was thinking. That's what was that was my only connection to the fanatic. Um, and then a Medea. You family should look fan. up what he looks like. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that, um, but I, I'll, I'll do it. Why not? Let's see. Uh, John Travolta, the fanatic. Oh, wow. Okay, is this? This looks like someone's doing a bad YouTube video with a nerd cos, you know, like a nerd cosplay or something. Like, wow, this what is? It's definitely like the gaudy of 2019. Like, it's just notoriously terrible. Wow, look at that! I want to watch it. Is it is it on anything? Can we watch it? I'm sure it is. It's probably everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Do a watch party. Um, Wow. Okay. Um, Anyway, it's only paid. He also won uh, for Worst Actor for that movie. Also nominated was, uh, oh, whatever, David Harbour for Hellboy. For Hellboy? Yeah. But he was so good. Uh, worst act- Actress, Hilary Duff won for uh, the Sharon Tate movie. Boy. That's sad. <laughs> T- that Tyler, wasn't her fault. Tyler Perry was nominated for <laughs> as Medea. Just, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, support- Is it bad acting if it's on purpose? Is is it on purpose, though? Yeah, it's a joke. Tyler Perry was nominated I feel like... twice for Worst Supporting Actor for two different characters in Medea. <laughs> but James Corden won, though. Worst Supporting Actress went to Rebel Wilson for Cats. So That's that, rude. Jessica Chastain also got it for, uh, was nominated for Dark Phoenix. Road. <laughs> road, road. That wasn't even acting. She just looked at things. Yeah, right. Um, Universal. Ref- can I say this? I guess again. Yeah. Refuses to comment on the quote butthole cut of cats as a more as more bizarre details emerge. I hate it. Is there anything in here that's going to trip me up? Because I still haven't seen cats. Uh, We recently learned about a strange (laughs) new cats rumor, which claimed that a butthole cut of cats exists somewhere in the depths of Universal Pictures. Since then, the claims have gone viral with the hashtag "Release the butthole cut," and Vanity Fair has decided to do some digging. Uh, they reached out to Universal for comment. Um, the film studio behind Cats saying that the query was their favorite email of all time for that they added that there couldn't possibly be anything about 
they couldn't possibly say anything about the hashtag release the butthole cut uprising. Um, hopefully that this will add magic and mythical nature of this cinematic treasure. Um, so what would you rather see? The Snyder cut or the butthole cut? Miter. I'm done butthole with this cut. Done. Butthole cut. Oh, come on. I've never seen so it. Apparently they reached out to like some VFX people who worked on the movie. Okay. And they said like that the way the hair was on the cats, like in their lower regions, looked like <laughs> yeah. very suggestive, like especially on the female characters like in the front and okay. the back. Um and they had to like go back and fix all that. So there's a cut. They said like there weren't like overt buttholes, but there's a cut where the hair patterns are very like indicative of it. And right. I think they should release it. It's the thing we need in I mean, this time. In this know? in these trying times, in these interesting times, right? No. Um you still haven't seen it, right, Michael? No, I have not seen it. I really want to. <sighs> I mean you should definitely see it with the butthole cut though, if that's the right. Case. I mean if do I hold out for the butthole cut or <laughs> I mean, I feel like no, the one cut has got to be a special 4K re-release, right? They have the two-disc set. In black and white. In black and white. <laughs> uh, film, add some film grain to it. Really give it that... 70-millimeter um, look. Yeah, give it that gravitas that it needs. Put the cigarette burns <laughs> on there so it looks like it's uh, the reels are changing. God. Uh, Fantastic. Anyway, Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds in talks for live-action Dragon's Lair... Netflix adaptation. Uh, Dragon's Lair is a, an arcade game from the early 80s. Uh, if you guys know it, you probably have never played it, but you would recognize what the character looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a very difficult arcade game from side-scrolling D&D-ish uh, game. Also had comic books and a short-lived animated series. And apparently, uh, Ryan Reynolds through his uh, own production company is going to be doing... Um, Doing this uh, Dragon Slayer live action movie for Netflix, uh, he, and, he, and he it's assumed that he will be playing Dirk the Daring, the lead character. Are you guys familiar with this at all? Other than just like, wasn't there like a home game for this too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the arcade game has been re-released on every console okay. that has had downloads. It's on three sixty. I remember. I feel like I remember seeing it at GameStop, like when oh, I was a I child. Know, I don't know if it had a physical release, but I know it has it's been on 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One. Uh okay. Steam. We can play it on Steam. Um it's not fun. I don't I mean, I'm sorry if you love Dragon's Oh, no, really? I don't like it. It's it's really hard. It's like too hard. Um for for me anyway. I don't I don't like hard games anymore. I'm over it. I don't like uh like Dark Souls. Now we cross animals. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm just worried about like, do I have enough bamboo to make my bamboo speaker? You know, I need to get more pears so I can make my pear wardrobe. So we still need to we still need to trade fruits. Yeah, we do. Um, we gotta. Yeah, we gotta. I Ron, what, Ron, what fruit is on your island? Yeah, uh, pineapples. That's not an option. You, That's how I know you that you're not actually playing, Ron. <laughs> um, Hellboy star David Harbour believes that the reboot failed because of Guillermo del Toro fans. Um, he says, quote, I think it failed before we began shooting uh, because I think that people didn't want us to make the movie for some reason. And then there was this big Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman created this iconic thing that we could never um, thought we could reinvent it and then blah, blah, blah. So he, he thinks that it's the internet's fault, I guess, is what I'm hearing. Sure. Yeah, 
No. Um, no. No, that's not it. That's definitely no. not it. No, that movie is great. It's a ten out of ten. Just look at this picture that is in the in the our little Google document here. Like, he's he's like wearing a mask. It looks like he's wearing a mask over. Like this, the effects are terrible. The movie is just. The movie was so bad. I. It's. I don't. The How oblivious are you that you don't that you don't think it was because it was awful? You know. Right. I mean, the it was doomed quite. from the start because no one asked for it. Right. He can't Remember say when they announced it, where like, oh, it's not Hellboy 3, it's like a reboot, that's weird. No one was on board. He's kind of right, no one was on board with it, but right. I think if it had been good, people would have, you could win people over. Right, but exactly. That didn't, that didn't happen. Um, Mark Miller's Prodigy adaptation reportedly a go at Netflix with uh, Eternals writers on board. Um, it was. An, it was. I'm sorry. It's Mark Millar. Oh yes, excuse me. Um, <laughs> Mark it, was, it was announced that Netflix is planning to adapt uh, Mark Miller's Prodigy back when the comic book debuted in 2018, but we have not had any updates since then. But uh, according to uh, reports, uh, the project is officially a go at the streaming service. So, do you care, Ron? Have you read Prodigy? Oh no, Prodigy's good. I, it would make an uh, exciting TV show. Well, that's what every, well, about, I mean, uh, everything he does is for that, right? Is written uh, on a TV yeah, show? Yeah, he basically just writes movies or TV scripts. Uh, Prodigy mm-hmm. is about a uh, kind of like a um, James Bond-esque character, but he's very intelligent and very skilled in everything he does. Like, he thinks 13 steps ahead uh, so he can get out of anything, basically. Okay. Uh, back, I don't remember what the plot of the story was. It's not really any plot to that story but isn't this the one that people were saying he ripped off of a marvel character you remember that mm, remember I, you know prodigy and marvel oh yeah i guess so yeah i guess like makes- he has the same powers and everything and he has the same name but probably just we'll call it yeah. parallel thinking coincidence at that point but yeah no wow. this the book was good i'm more curious about the other one um magic order Whenever they do that. Oh, right. I think that one yeah, was when's that gonna happen? more intriguing to me. Um, so, yeah. so, or uh, uh, Empress? Man. I want Nemesis. Wasn't that going to be a movie? Yes, it was supposed to be a movie. With Anne Hathaway, right? Yes, wow. actually. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that still yeah. might happen at some point. They announced that like before the book came out. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we already touched on this a little bit, but um, so Diamond uh, Comics Distributors, the only comic distributor really, um, has shut down. And so there will not be any new books shipping for a while. Um, what do you what do you think about this? Um, I mean, Bedrock, we're, we have so much other stuff that, um, you know, you can still get stuff from us. Um, all publishers, with the exception of DC, have banded together and ceased distribution, allowing their workers, uh, including creatives, editorials, printers, packers, etc., to stay home uh, and safe in an effort to soften the blow to the industry. Uh, this includes digital releases, which all, excluding DC, have agreed to halt. Um, so, meaning, DC has said that they are going to release their new books uh, digitally, uh, in the interim, one cannot get. I'm sorry. 
they're like, oh, we're, we're going to find other ways to ship it too. Right. Which, sure. Like, what does that mean? Like, you're going to mail it. Apparently, they, they said that there's like a loophole and they don't have to use Diamond if Diamond shuts down. Because okay. Diamond's their exclusive shipping partner or just, you know, distributor. Sure. They don't have to use them if they shut down. So now they're like, oh, we're going to explore other ways to do it. But I'm like, who are you shipping it to? Yeah, who are you shipping it to? Yeah. Are they doing it like Archie? Because like I used to subscribe to Archie Comics when I was a kid and it would just come in a manila envelope from Archie Comics. Like, Well, they don't have the infrastructure to like no, mail to people. So I think, I think they're just, they mean like for the stores that are still open, which is like, how many stores? Small are still towns open? or something like yeah. I mean, like I feel like the vast majority of comic stores are closed. So like, who are you mailing it to? And you're all you're doing is creating a like a blockage. Like when all the you know big stores do open up again, they're going to get like hundreds of new DC comics. Is that what's going to happen now? Right. Like that. That's that's crazy to me. It's like I don't I don't understand what they're what they're doing here. Um, I think Image and Boom have has have for sure said that they are not doing that and i believe Everyone, marvel has yeah. too right everybody every mm-hmm. major one except for dc um yeah. Hmm. yeah that's uh and everyone's made them returnable which is nice you know like for a certain right. window except marvel who said they're doing they're a discount on the books. like a super like a bigger discount on the comics yeah. which is nice too so everyone's d- done something right and then everyone was kind of waiting on dc to say something because they were just quiet up until what was this like two days ago two, yeah, yeah which is crazy because diamond really hadn't said anything ago. yeah yeah and dc didn't um, say anything until the weekend a lot of people a lot of retailers are upset that they're still gonna put out their comics digitally because like who does that help you know them yeah i mean i get it i get it from a uh capitalism standpoint you know like they got to make their money but it does feel very like heartless, right? Like who, who, I don't who know, like, go ahead. Like, I don't know. I feel like pissing off like all the comic retailers isn't, might not work out in the end. Yeah. No. That's, that's, that's what say. I'm saying. I feel, it feels very heartless and like of uh, them not considering like, Hey man, like without the comic stores, like you wouldn't have this fan base that you have. So now you're like circumventing. Um, just to get your profits, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not even including like now you're excluding people like just your customers too, who like to buy physically, you know, right. and then you're also putting your work staff in danger, like all the people who have like all the printers, right? People who package the comics and you know, the editorial staff, the creatives, everything like that. So I don't know, I don't really get the, I haven't really seen any even like. Anyone in the industry, like even like movie industry, anything like ever being like, no, we're going to keep going. Like I haven't seen that anywhere ever. So it's just kind of surprising. I feel like they'll walk this back within the next few days. They have to, right? Or maybe they they release one week's worth of books and then they realize that that was a mistake. Or they release one week's worth of books and they do really well with it and then they just keep going with it. I don't know. It's really hard to say. I don't see anyone who like buys physical comics being like, oh, it's digital. I'll just go read it. I'll go pay for it digitally. You know, I feel like they're going to be like, no, I'll just wait and I'll buy it when it comes out. Exactly. Because I I feel like you're, there's like the speculator market's going to be weird too. Because if like these random towns are getting Batman 92, you know, and none of the big ones are like, what are they going to go on eBay for crazy amounts now? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's crazy. 
Um, I don't like it. No, me neither. Um, I feel like it's going to be a like a free comic book May situation where they released that and everyone hated it, and then they were like, "Just kidding." Yeah, we're, we're not, not going to do it that. anymore. Yeah, I, hopefully, hopefully that DC sees that this is kind of foolish and uh, changes it up a little bit. Um, X Force writer Rick Remender reveals his rejected X Men. I'm sorry, his amazing Spider-Man and X-Men pitches. Um, this is back from 2009. He posted uh, this on Twitter uh, of a story arc that he wrote for Spider-Man called Pandora's Box. Did you read this, Ron? Yeah, no, he's been, um, he's been releasing a bunch of like uh, promo stuff and just a bunch of like artwork from different writers, I mean, different artists he's been working with and stuff. It's sure. all been super interesting stuff he's been posting. So go through his Twitter one of these days and uh, just go through all that stuff he's been posting. It's been yeah, what's this about? He's just cleaning out stuff, cleaning out hardware and stuff, and just like, ooh, I'm going to share it with the world since it's like it's been years and years since some of this stuff's been talked about. And he'll so, never so what did you think about it? the Spider-Man one? I think all this stuff would have been interesting if he would have done it, for sure. I mean, well, like, he would have got a top-tier artist on here, too, so. And you're a big Remender fan anyway, so it's got to be cool to see, like, um, you know, the, his plans for stuff that he ended up that not coming to fruition, you know? Yeah, no. It's, it's most definitely super cool. But it's kind of funny. A bunch of people, obviously, the the loud, uh, angry uh, Twitter internet is like, well, Marvel sucks because they didn't put this stuff out. And he's like, well, no, it just did happen. You know what I mean? I mean, so. they, they, yeah. I'm sure that there's a million of these from a million you know, really talented people who pitch something, but it doesn't fit with what story they're telling. Like if they're Mm -hmm. in the middle of civil war or some other big event, they can't, or, I mean, they have contracts, right? Like just boot somebody off the book because Remender's got a good idea. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, also, I don't, I don't think he wanted to work within like what Marvel had planned, which is, which is fair, you know, like he had his own stories and he didn't, apparently with X-Men, yeah, with X-Men, they wanted him to, like, incorporate all the Inhuman stuff. Remember when they were doing that? With, like, right. Inhumans versus X-Men and the Terrigen mist and everything. And he didn't really want to do much of that. So he walked away, which yeah. I guess he should feel a little vindicated now because no one really liked that Inhuman stuff. But right, I don't know. I don't think anyone's, like, at fault here. I think no. Marvel had a plan and he had a plan and it didn't match up. And so then Marvel went with... Lemire, right? Marvel went with Jeff, yeah. Jeff Lemire instead of him. Yeah. But he's never worked with Marvel since, right? No, him, after X Force, he was. Uh, was it X Force? Was his last stuff he wrote? I one of the two, either that or Venom. But yeah, that was it. Am I wrong, or, or does he say he won't go back? No, he's definitely not going back. There was a tweet. Okay, yeah. I, I had it up with me, but he was like, he doesn't want to. He wants to write his own songs instead of um, writing cover songs in that vein. So okay, well, Hickman said stuff like that too. That's not. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, wrong, Hickman was given the keys of the kingdom. Really, he can Hickman hates X Men. Remember? Huh? Remember two years ago when he was like, "I hate the X Men. I would never write X Men." <laughs> yeah, and here we are. He's writing the best X Men. Yep. Yep. Um, and our last little bit of news here: uh, The Mandalorian season two has added a. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Hey, let's go. Presumably. I'll believe it when I hear from the mouse. Yeah, right. <gasps> from the Pres- mouse? 
presumably she's going to play Ahsoka Tano. That's not confirmed, right? That's just what everybody's. Yeah, that's what everybody's. It's, it's likely happening. Okay. I think that's a cool. variety or something like the big trades published it, so it's probably voice, happening. But voice her? Am I am I not crazy? The who? No. Okay, I thought I I don't know why I had that in my head. A lot of people wanted the voice actress who plays her to play Ahsoka, but I don't know. I've, I've never thought of Ahsoka as white for whatever reason. Agreed. Right. So I, th- I think that would be weird, but and also, I think like, this is good casting. Yeah, no, I'm totally okay with that. Um, I'm, yeah, I like Rosario Dawson a lot, and I, I mean, I handed my Star Wars nerd card for this, I guess, but like, I don't really know Ahsoka very well because I don't, I never watched the cartoons. Mm. Um, I I I read the Ahsoka book because uh, my friend Robert and I were going through the gimmick of when they rebooted the EU, we were going to read all the EU books, and then the Ahsoka one came out. I'm like, oh man, I don't. Was it good? Yeah, I mean, I didn't know hmm. who any of the people were, but did you listen to it or read it? Oh, listen to it. Well, I I kind of want to listen to it. Um, the Star Wars audiobooks, um, uh, I like them quite a bit. Uh, I find that they. Mm-hmm they usually do a good job with production and a lot of times there's sound effects and just minimal sound effects, not enough to make it like you're listening to a radio drama, but like, yeah, like space noises and stuff, mm-hmm, stuff in the background. Uh, it really works. And I think well. the, the voice actress who plays her read the book. So that's pretty cool. Oh, well that makes sense. Um, well, that's cool. I mean, who knows? I so mean, she's clearly, I feel like they clearly want to give her her own show. Yeah, remember that news that were like, oh, they want to do backdoor pilots and Mandalorian. I feel like if they're doing that, this is one of them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're casting somebody like Rosario Dawson, right, a huge name. Well, I say a a little nervous for Mandalorian to become like a Jedi show. I don't know. You know? Yeah, I like the grounded aspect of it, and that it's like a doesn't have you know like more down to earth. So if they, I don't know. I'm probably worrying about nothing, but. Yeah, if it I gets mean, too galactic. That'd be weird. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, but I mean, I don't think I, I, I get. I think you're more correct with the backdoor pilot. Like maybe you'll get a Jedi wielding a lightsaber in an episode, or yeah. you mm-hmm. know, I don't think it'll be the feature of the arc. Right? It'll get people's appetites wet for seeing backdoor uh, pilots are awkward. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes so like, oh, here's this thing that we want to make a show, and then it just like derails. The show the and then it moves on. Right. Yeah, that's a fine line, but they have a lot of time to uh, to work on it because didn't I'm they, probably I'm they just thinking of like CW though. Like mm-hmm. they do that all the oh. time. Maybe I'm just like yeah, blaming CW, them because like you can't judge. Yeah, they'll always that. be like, "Oh, here's this character," and then they leave, and that's right. it. But um, weren't weren't they just about to start filming season two, or weren't they in the middle of production or something? And I think they filmed it. Oh, okay. Or they're in the middle of it. One of the two. Well, I'm sure that's shut down. So, but um, anyway, that's you know what I think that's I think that's it. I think that's all the news we have this week. Um, How long did we go? I don't know. I don't have I don't have a timer up. It's yeah, just, we're, we're using hours. different recording software, so I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but thank you everybody for joining us on this weird in, in these uh, these weird times right uh we're gonna keep the show going as long as that this is possible right um and sorry for the weird delays uh pickle of the week's gonna be weird for a while right mm-hmm. um so um anyway uh, make sure you guys uh follow us for any updates on brc uncanny uh twitter 
Uncanny Universe on Instagram, Uncanny Universe on Facebook, Uncanny Universe on TikTok. Follow follow me on Byte uh, at uh, Captain Howdy One Hundred One. Follow me on Byte. That's right. It's a it's a new one. Byte. Byte. B Y T E. Okay. Yeah, it's like Vine. Um, I'll see you in a Quibi, right? Uh, no. Uh, Quibi <laughs> comes out in like a week. Oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna do. I'm excited. We, let's do a Quibi review. Let's just. Uh, all right. What movies did we watch this week, guys? No, I'm good. Anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. It's Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.